0: Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1 featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B.
1: Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, July 10th, and we're celebrating the Lightning's back-to-back Stanley Cup Championship victories. We'll talk about that, of course, what it means to the, the team, the area, the owners, Talk about the Rays a little bit, maybe some Wimbledon or tennis. And uh, anything else you want to, the number here is 877-448-7901. You can go to JimmyBSports.com and shoot me an email and we'll get your email on the air. we will be right back to keep the show going.
0: There's a lot going on at The Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at The Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer, and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook. Or online at TheLandingValrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. On Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. Hope everyone safe and sound this weekend. What an exciting week between the lightning skating around Amelie, hoisting the Stanley Cup above their heads, and the storm that went through the area. It was just a very uh, daunting week. And at the end of it, we are back to back champions here in Champa Bay. Parade, uh, boat parade on Monday. I believe it starts at 11 a.m. And uh, free Bud Light. If you ask Kucherov, who just signed a deal with Bud Light after his interviews, following the game, chugging a couple beers, Bud Light was, uh, I guess, impressed. And they're giving him a, a beer deal there and providing all the beer for the parade, for the team, and uh, hopefully everyone else that's around there. So <laughs> it's crazy stuff. And we talk about Kucherov. He could very easily have been the Conn Smythe winner of the um, playoffs, but they gave it to Vasilevsky. So you had Conn Smythe A and Conn Smythe B, in, uh, in my opinion. He could have given it to either one, obviously. I think that uh, they weren't in any hurry to give it to Kucherov, even though, I mean, he had 32 points in 23 games, uh, and that includes five in this series. He had 24 assists. So yeah, he could have easily... Uh, been deserving to get the trophy, but you know, with some of the things about not playing their regular season and whatnot, just as well that they gave it to someone who was every bit deserving as Kucherov, and that would be Vasilevsky, the big cat between the pipes all season long. We talked about that on our show, and I've said it more than once that he is the best goalie on the planet. Uh, you know, really, when you talk about the team that, that we've amassed over the last several years, you're looking at four future Hall of Famers, in my opinion. You can take those two, you know, Kucherov, Vasilevsky, and then add Stamkos and Hedman to the equation. And I believe that those four will definitely um, be in the Hockey Hall of Fame at some point. So uh, all it took was one shot, one goal. And um, if your name was Colton, you made history in game five. That's all it took to uh, hoist the trophy. Took the first three games, first two here, game three, uh, up there in Montreal, lost game four to set up everything for game five. And if you listen to Coach Cooper after the game, you know, it was kind of interesting. Of course, there's a lot of emotions going on and the thing that, Stood out in my mind listening to him was how happy he was to be able to see uh, the Vinick family there smiling and being a part of the celebration. Because don't forget, last year, we weren't able to do that. Everything was up there in Canada with the playoffs in the bubble. And, you know, so they weren't able to see everything. And then game four this year. Up there, Montreal would not, uh, not Montreal, but Canada specifically would not allow any family members for the Lightning or staff to go up there just to play as we able to go through, you know, all the um, COVID, COVID protocols to be able to play is really just a you know, a mess what's going on up there and. Actually, I was happy that we were able to win the cup in front of our fans down here. I know that the Lightning were happy as well. You couldn't have asked for a better um, celebration afterwards. The fans, eighteen plus thousand in Emily, another couple thousand outside, uh, watching in the in the parking lot there on the this big screen and the. The, the parties afterwards, it, it was just amazing. And it's been an exciting nine months. I mean, we won it nine months ago. So um, here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the story that someone uh, who was conceived nine months ago when we won the Stanley Cup last time, and then was actually born this time around when we won the Stanley Cup. I haven't heard that story yet, but um, I'm thinking that in the near future, We may hear something about that. So uh, talking about the season, as everyone knows, um, you get caught up sometimes in the cap drama with Kucherov and the, the Lightning front office did exactly what they needed to do. They were able to put the pieces together, give them all the credit in the world to be able to go out there and they put the things down on paper. Cooper as the X's and O's, and then the players, special team. This this will be a special team in the years to follow for a lot of reasons, not just the talent. They were definitely, in my opinion, the most talented team in the NHL this year and last year as well. Um, The players on this team, they were happy for the ones that did not get a ring last year to be able to do it this time. You may be looking at the best um, goalie to come in many years in Vasilevsky, Kucherov. Like, you, you can't talk enough about him, Stan Close's leadership. Uh, you have, don't forget, you have Braden Point that is, um, you know, gonna be possibly. Now, I don't want to really talk about the, the different scenarios right now. Let's enjoy the celebration, but uh, I'm gonna say this the team that we put on the ice this year. Uh, we're not going to see the same team next year on the ice. It's not the Bucks. It's not set up that way. We don't have the ability to keep that, especially with a new, uh, a team, expansion team. And uh, being a little bit over the salary cap So there's going to definitely be some changes But in me tell you, we're still going to have We're still going to have Hedman We're still going to have Kucherov, Stamkos, Vasilevsky um, A lot of those guys still going to be a big part of the picture So is a three-peat out of the picture? No If they stay healthy And no one's won three in a row since that you no, know, Great Islanders team back in the 80s So that's a possibility as well. And like I said, we did it within only, I believe it was 282 days, if my math was right. So if, if you look at um, the big picture, what we did all year long, we managed to stay away from some you know, d- debilitating injuries. Talk about injuries for a second. How about Caloran? The guy breaks his tibia, gets a, a, a pin. Put in his leg and wants to come back and try to play. That's the mentality of this team. Um, he was out there hoisting the cup above his head, skating on the ice on Wednesday night. I mean, the guy had surgery with a rod in his leg a week before that. Stop and think about that for a second. So, um, you know, and do you start, do you want to say dynasty? Well, at what point do you call a team a dynasty? Of all the f- sports, I th- really believe that it's the hardest to win a Stanley Cup with the, the schedule, how, how grueling it is, the playoffs. You have to win 16 games, um, and we did it back-to-back. So when you put all those pieces together, it's time to enjoy you know, the weekend, all the festivities that you'll see. Uh, downtown in Champa Bay. The parade on Monday is going to be awesome. I don't know if uh, Tom Brady's there, but if he is, they better put a life vest on uh, the Stanley Cup because you never know what he's going to do. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. I've said it before. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. And the defense that the Lightning... Put out there when they had to, and again, it's tough to, to fire on all cylinders all the time for the whole game. But you know, look at what Vasilevsky's shutouts five shutouts—to end the series, going back to last year yet. So when we have to, we're quite capable and able, and we lock the other team down, and you know, to to win, to hold the other team scoreless. In Game 5 like that, that's saying something. Our defense came to play. They didn't like losing the game before, and they came out and they took care of business. And because of that, Lord Stanley will be working on his tan down here in Champa Bay for another year. So we'll continue the show. We'll be right back. I said, any questions, 877-448-7901 for comments or questions. And, of course, you can go to JimmyBSports.com and um, email me a question there as well. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show in the gymnasium on Power 90.1.
0: Now, in home or in office, do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you, and the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time. Stay safe and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now. back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. Touching on some other uh th- Events going on in the sports world this weekend. If you like tennis, you have a Novak Djokovic showing his dominance again. Uh, he's in the finals tomorrow. Um, if you look at him playing, he's really someone... He's 34 years old, and he's making people 10 years younger than him look like... um you know they're a whole whole heck of a lot older. He'll be facing um, Matteo Berrettini from Italy, number uh, seventh seed in the in the world tomorrow, um, and then today actually right now, uh, if you look in the in the women's final, you have Ash Barty going against uh, Carolina Pliskova, so that's going on right now. It's always uh, good to see. They'll play best of three, the women, and then the men will play best of five. Go out there and try to play a five-set match with someone. you got to be in pretty good shape to go out there and uh, last like that. Of course, it's Wimbledon, so they're all wearing the white um, as a tradition there. And I think that I've always liked Federer. I think he's a class act on and off the, the court. He's been one of my favorite athletes going out for a long time. Unfortunately, um, he did get beat this past week, so he's not in it anymore. But, um, you know, if Djokovic if is able to win, that would be his 20th Grand Slam singles title, which would uh, tie him for all time with Federer and uh, Rafael Nadal for the most by a men's player. So we'll see what happens. It should be interesting today and tomorrow. Some great athletes out there. I um, always give them credit for sustaining going out there playing sometimes three four longer than that sometimes playing uh out there on the course you get the australian open it's always harder um very hot down there playing then you have uh the u.s open Wimbledon and the uh french which they just had so if you look at if you like tennis it's a great weekend for um Uh, Tennis fans, moving along, let's talk a little bit about the Rays. What do you think the Rays are going to do this weekend? I believe they have a series going against the Toronto Blue Jays. If you look at the Rays, we just took a doubleheader the night that the Lightning won the um, Cup. And you know what was funny about that? We had a doubleheader that game. We played a game at noontime and a game at three against Cleveland. In that second game, we were able to throw a no-hitter. We used five pitchers and were able to no-hit Cleveland in the second game. Now, they only played seven innings in the second game of a double that was put into um, play last year. Nonetheless, it's still a no-hitter. And no one even knew about it because they're all talking about the Lightning and um The excitement with them So now that the lightning is over We can focus on uh, the Rays And what they have to do now Going forward Uh, You know, if you look at If you look at them I mean, uh, first half of the season Just about done So I, I think that if you look at What the Rays have done This year so far I'm impressed I mean, look at the pitching staff Once Glassner went down we still have to be able to go out there and have a rotation that gives us some semblance of you know, continuity. And when you're going out there week after week against the best hitters uh, in in the world, pretty much, you have to have some pitchers that are able to go out there and um, you know strike some fear in the eyes of the opposing team. So we've done a great job. I mean, you look at you know, who's done well? You have Rich Hill going out there. You have Fleming, Waka, uh, you know, combined for a no-hitter the other day. Uh, you look at you know, everyone going together. A Colin McHugh was part of that. Springs, K- Kittridge was out there. So, uh, you well, know, Fleming's at seven, seven wins. Um, Castile's tough. I believe he's up to 12 saves now for the season. So uh, a pitching staff is really doing exemplary for um, you know putting band-aids on things if you will all season long uh, if you look at um, the schedule we'll be having Toronto like I said this weekend it then you know, a lot of the games are against the American League East teams Boston are nemesis right now uh, you know Boston doesn't seem to want to Lose and when they do, it's it's not uh, very many games at all. So I think that going forward, the Rays right now being two and a half games going into the weekend here, and again, Boston's in first place with a record of fifty four and thirty four. We were fifty one and thirty six going into the weekend. So I mean, if you look at the the team that we have fifty one and thirty six, the payroll that we have going into the All Star break, I I think that's no, really, really good. So I think we have to maintain the tenacity that we're showing. And again, different players. And now that, now that the lightning, the season's over, the Bucks haven't started yet. So all the emphasis will be on the Rays and what they're doing. I think that they are picking their spots in some games. Um, we're getting some big hits for um you know being able to go out there and win some of the close games we let a we let a couple away no doubt and you know every now and then you look at the team and they have a letdown for maybe a game a couple games but then they go back out there and reverse everything so um would love to hear your thoughts what do the rays have to do the second half of the team are you happy with the lineup that we have right now um are you happy with what we're doing with bringing people up from the minors? Uh, I know that uh, we talked about bringing up a couple people in the last show that we had, and you now with Wander Franco is up here right now. I mean, he's he's been a big he's been a big help to this team. Again, it's a learning curve. But, you know, he'll be able to definitely contribute. We'd love to hear your thoughts, 877-448-7901. Hopefully the race can have a uh, strong weekend here and uh, make it even a better week for all of us Tampa fans. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1.
2: shopusa.com or 813
0: now now back to the show back to the jimmy b sports show and power 90.1
1: welcome back to the gymnasium talking some nba finals right now uh for the first time in i believe 50 years we're gonna have a team that hasn't been to the finals and has won so we have the phoenix suns going against the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Uh, Game three is tomorrow. Right now, it's two-zip Phoenix. The first two games, Phoenix was able to come out, and they really had all the answers. I think that if you look at the team right now, they're shooting very well. They're spreading the court, getting the extra pass, wide-open shots. The Bucks, no, they they got to the final. Even though Giannis Antetokounmpo was hurt, the knee injury, he came back and the Bucks better find some help for him because watching the game last, uh, I believe on Thursday night, he had 42 points. Uh, he, had a, he really had a great game, especially coming back to that hyperextended knee And they lost, Um, so basically Phoenix held serve, if you will. They took the first two games. next two are going to be in Milwaukee. Like I said, tomorrow night's game three, and then it'll go uh, two games there, then 1-1-1 as necessary. So um, I'll tell you, Devin Booker for Phoenix, he's the real deal. Um, Sweet-looking jump shot. He can penetrate and score if he has to. Uh, And I like the fact that he is able to keep his cool uh, with people taunting him or whatever else has to be done out there. I really think that he has the ability to maybe take the torch and carry it on from uh, Jordan to Kobe and possibly here to Booker. So we'll see what happens. If you're a basketball fan, give me a call 877-448-7901. Uh, Milwaukee, you have Middleton out there, He uh, he's great one game, doesn't show up for the next game, uh, Drew Holiday, the point guard, uh, you know, Chris Paul, the point guard for Phoenix, finds ways at the big moments to spark his team either by scoring or by, you know, having a great assist or just he's the floor general out there. You really can't put a defense on the court that he hasn't seen with all his years in the NBA. But my take on this game is that for Milwaukee to win, Giannis has to go out there and play great every game that's a given, number one. Number two, he has to have some help. From the people that are paid to help him And I did mention Middleton Chris Middleton and also Drew Holiday. So You need to be able to shut down Chris Paul Let let um, Booker go out there. Let him score 40, 50, whatever he needs to do. But don't let Chris Paul beat you. Keep the ball away from him. Keep his shots minimalized. If he does shoot, put two guys on him, whatever it might be. Let someone else beat you. Let, like I said, Booker can only score so many points. After that... They have some good role players, but no one that's gonna actually beat you in the game. So I look for Milwaukee to go back home. They have a great fan base as well as Phoenix. And they'll make it interesting. They're gonna definitely, I believe, win tomorrow, make it two to one, and then probably um good chance of evening in the series and going best of three from there out. So we'll see what happens. Love to hear your comments it's again. Jimmy B sports. Dot com. You can email me your question. Um, is your team... I know Tampa does not have a basketball team. So if you live here in the Tampa area and you're a basketball fan, who do you follow? Is it Orlando? Um, have you been out to an Orlando game? Uh, it's just tough with that I-4 traffic, in my opinion, going from here out there. And uh, I would really... I would hope that at some point down the line, Tampa may be able to get a team. I know this year they had the Toronto Raptors playing here, but tough to judge any type of attendance since there wasn't any with the covid so um again we'll, we'll see what happens with that but we would love to hear your comments on the nba finals all right we'll be taking some um looking at some emails and we'll be right back here on the jimmy B sports show on power
0: 90.1 have you ever experienced a wish come true For a child battling a critical illness, a wish come true can be a turning point. One song, one dance, one game, one adventure. One moment changes everything. Make-A-Wish needs your support to grant the wish of every eligible child. Visit wish.org now to help grant more life-changing wishes. Together, we can transform lives one wish at a time. Now. Back to the show, back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium on the Jimmy B Sports Show. If UFC is your thing, uh, good fight tonight with Conor McGregor going up against um, Dustin Poirier in their trilogy fight. Uh, They both obviously won the first one, and now they'll be uh, in front of a capacity crowd in Las Vegas as the... um, Main event tonight We'll see what happens I mean Conor McGregor 32 years old He's had a great career Obviously And uh, The question would be With all the money That he's made Over the years What's his motivation Right now I think he's out there Because he actually Does enjoy The um, The sport But I do think that um you know Poirier is probably more of a complete fighter than McGregor right now however something in the back of my mind tells me that McGregor is going to put on a pretty good show tonight so if that is something that you like then that'll be on tonight as well uh, i want to talk a little bit about the olympics uh as you know the olympics start here very shortly and there's been a lot of talk about uh, the sprinters that uh wasn't able to compete, talking about uh Richardson there in the hundred meters, now she was not invited to be able to run in the um one by 400, which is usually the fastest sprinter on the team, which she is for the American team, uh, runs the last uh lap. If you will, the last leg, she wasn't invited to go because of her testing positive for cannabis, are uh, over 30 days ago. So, you know, your comments on that eight seven seven four four eight seven nine zero one. I know we talked a little bit about that last week, but uh, there's been more athletes coming out. On her behalf, saying let her run. Um, you know, it doesn't help you win a race uh, with um, marijuana, and even with all the rules are the rules, and there's got to be a, it's got to be a medium ground here somewhere. And I think that the rule needs to go by the wayside, going, going into the future here. So um, that's something just came to light today that. Um, You know, as you know, the Olympics are in Tokyo. They're saying now that they're not going to allow any fans over there. So, and I mentioned last week on this show that without fans to me, the Olympics seem like a lost event. Um, The opening ceremonies, the closing ceremonies were always very special to watch. All the, you know, practice and just the money and everything that goes into it, uh, the, the lights and the shows And the fireworks And it's just amazing To watch both the opening and closing ceremonies But without people being allowed To be in attendance of at these events I, I question Why the athletes even want To go over there There are some other people There's been a cyclist now Or a swimmer that uh, Saying if he doesn't They want him to get vaccinated And he's refusing to get vaccinated So I'm anxious to see How everything's going to play out uh, in the Olympics here, coming up here shortly. And I don't know how to react to these athletes saying that if they do get on the stage or the podium and win an event and win a medal, um, they're, uh, they, they want to go out there and protest. They want to go out there and, you know, whether it be you know, turn their back on the national anthem. I even heard people saying about burning a flag. To me, it's just ridiculous. If that's if that's the way you feel, stay home. Do you do the rest of the world a favor, and uh, don't even show up because to me that's a bunch of nonsense. And um, look up what the Olympics mean, and you know, take that to heart when you're going out there. And if you don't, you know, want to represent this country, then find a country that you want to represent and go out there and do it that way. But don't. Embarrass yourself, number one, and belittle the very country that gave you the opportunity to go out there and uh, perform at that level. So, guys, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have today. I do want to close by saying one of the things that the Lightning team, so special that we opened with the Lightning, we're going to close with the Lightning today. The team that you just saw play the last nine months, one of the most special teams. And here's what makes them special. Not the talent level. Yes, they are the most talented team in the league. Not the fact that they have the best goalie in the league because they do. Not the fact that they have probably the best hockey player on the planet in Kucherov, because they do. Not the fact that they have the best defenseman in the planet in Hedman, because they have him as well. But what makes this team so special, in my opinion, is the way that they interact with their fan base. I have never seen a team that have been following sports for a lot of years that really... Has the interaction that this team does with their fans for someone like Stamkos to go out there and make comments like Tampa Bay has the best fans of anywhere. I don't care what people say because you know Tampa is, is obviously a, a Florida city. So Tampa is uh, hockey is known for Canada, um, and when you have players up there saying Tampa is not really a um, a hockey town, then you have someone like Sam Stamkos going and saying what he says about, no, hang on there for a minute, Tampa is a true hockey town. And the way that you see these players interacting with, whether it be after a game, whether it be in the parking lot going into a game, whether it be at... A coffee shop over in Hyde Park, whether it be at the Riverwalk on a Tuesday afternoon, whatever it might be, these guys are the most down-to-earth players um, that you're gonna ever want to come across, and they take the time to talk to you. They, um, they're just very humble, and when you see a team that has the humility that this team does, along with the talent and the work ethic across the board, whether it be the front office, the coaching staff, and the players themselves, I couldn't be happier for the results that this team has given myself as a hockey fan here in Tampa and all the rest of their fans across this area and anywhere else in the country. So we're seeing something special. Hopefully everyone was able to realize and appreciate that this week. I look forward to talking to you next week. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. This is Jim Barron saying thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.